Welcome to the United Cast, it's Entertainment Talks podcast for Man United and Football. I'm your host Matthew and today I'm talking about Manchester United's 0-0 draw at home to Real Sociedad in the Europa League. But remember, 4-0 lead, we are through to the next round because of what we did in the previous round. So of course we are still going through to the next round, which is good, which is what matters. Uh, I mean, we could have lost this game 3-0 today and it wouldn't really have mattered because we still would have won by one goal on... uh, uh, aggregate scoreline so yeah that was interesting um the most interesting part to me is not to do really with the performance necessarily but more to do with okay you're 4-0 up you're going into this game now Sociedad aren't a team from league two you know they're not that bad but they aren't you know one of they aren't one of the best teams in the world or whatever uh from what i understand they're about um fifth or so in the uh the Liga, the Spanish league that they're in, uh, so it's not bad, you know, they're not a bad team, but they're not, you know, Barcelona, Real Madrid, or somebody else that's that's like that, um, but you, you're 4-0 up, you've got the, the away advantage as well, which is good, um, you go into the game and you think, okay, big game against Chelsea on Sunday, Chelsea aren't in the greatest of form exactly at the moment, but they're still potentially a threat to top four, that's in like a couple of days, Thursday, the whole Thursday to Sunday thing. Um, and then you got to think, okay, rest as many first teamers as possible, but don't go too mad with doing that because obviously you don't you don't want to put too much of a relaxed team out um, because obviously Sociedad will possibly then score four goals because just just because we got the four 0 lead doesn't mean that they can't also score four goals against us. Of course they didn't because nobody scored in this game anyway. Um, but what I meant by that was like, okay, short, short, short tier, which I think is how you, short tier, um, or short tire, how I, that was how I was pronouncing his name last week. I still don't quite know how to pronounce his name. I've, I've heard lots of different pronunciations over the last week or so. Um, but, uh, I'll call him short tier. I think that's what, what his name is supposed to be. You got him, you got Diallo, and you've got, uh, who is the other young lad on the bench? Um, um, Gal- Galbraith, I think is how you say his name. Um, you could maybe have put a couple of them on. You could have still played some senior players, such as maybe Lindelof and Matic, possibly. Um, but yeah, you start Bruno Fernandes, who's played basically every minute of every game and will most likely play on Sunday. Very weird decision. You then have fair enough. You've got Marcus Rashford on the bench. He's on the bench. He's not playing. We then bring him on in the second half when they've still got the four goal advantage. That doesn't make a whole lot of sense. Because one of the things that I've criticised most from Oli, uh, and this isn't going to be me mo- moaning like about the, the game itself. This is I was, I'm going to try and use this episode a little bit more of an analysis of Oli's kind of team management decisions, which is what I've kind of uh, moaned at him before for, for, for doing some 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 just weird kind of uh, decision making there. One of his biggest problems, I do think, in regards to that, is not rotating this squad. Um, you don't have to play Bruno Fernandes every game. You don't have to play Rashford every game. You don't have to play Wan-Bissaka every game or Maguire every game. And he plays those in most games. Now, I get it. Most teams do have like their... They're big first 11 players that they do play a lot. But in games like this, you didn't need to play Wan-Bissaka today. You didn't need to play Bruno Fernandes. You certainly didn't need to bring Rashford on. Uh, sure, p- players like maybe... Um, who else did we have on today? Sure, players like Dan James. Yeah, he's he's gr- growing back into this team. Scored in the last couple of games on a good run of form. Sure, put him in. Uh, 
yeah, Matic. Okay, put like put a couple of senior players in there. Don't put don't put out like you know your reserve team or whatever. Uh, Greenwood, yeah, I'm sure he could do with kind of kicking on this season a little bit more. Put him in. Martial maybe to kick him on. Maybe you kind of put him on. I personally would have put Martial on the bench and brought him on later, just just so that he can kind of get into a game that's already settled. Because um, he's really just lacking confidence at the moment. And you saw it again today. Which was... It, it's a shame. Look, I don't think Martial's necessarily good enough to play for Manchester United. But that doesn't mean I want him to continue to play badly and get frustrated. You can see it on his face how frustrated he is. There was a chance that came in for him. Someone someone from the left-hand side. Whether it was Tellez or somebody else. Uh, maybe Matic. Uh, crossed the ball in. He didn't quite get to it. And uh, he started... Um, he's smacked the post like with his hand just out, out of frustration you can see the frustration within it within him but uh, I would possibly have started Greenwood up front uh, I would have maybe put James and Diallo on maybe short short here I'm, I'm not gonna say his name right am I um short here uh I would have um put him on somewhere then then I would have probably played Matic and um Gal- Galbraith I think is how you say that guy's name uh, but yeah, Williams and Twanzebi I would have probably played. I would have probably played like Twanzebi next to Lindelof or something. And then Williams at right back. And uh, I would have kept Tellers in though. Because uh, he's, he's good for these sorts of games. Kept Henderson in as well. So it would have just been... It was still would have been a good enough team. Plus Sociedad didn't really do anything anyway. Let me just have a look at the stats. Um, shots. They had one shot on target. So yeah, and Dean, Dean Henderson himself didn't have... A massive amount to do so that's kind of my thoughts on that there's nothing really to analyze within the game itself no kind of I mean James almost scored he almost gave away he gave away a penalty as well so kind of a mixed game for him but uh, um, Greenwood looked looked all right uh, Martial looked again like he's just sort of not got the confidence at the moment Fernandez I didn't notice too much um, one other thing I wanted to comment on as well uh, in regards to Fred and Matic. Uh, no I get it. It doesn't really matter for this game particularly. Again because of the lead that we've got. And they're both they're both good enough to be playing in this game. But I would have possibly put Matic with somebody else. And then saved Fred for uh, for Sunday. Um, but uh, yeah. I said about this I think in the last two matches. Because I think they've played three games in a row together now haven't they. Uh, Fred and Matic. It's just not a great midfield combination. Because um, neither of those players have really got the ability to kind of properly get the f- ball forward the same way that like Van der Beek or uh, like Fernandez is different, like a Van der Beek or a Pogba or a McTominay or a Mat or a Mata. Um, I almost said Matic then, but I meant to say Mata. Uh, they've he's, they've not neither of those have really got the ball that got the sorry the ability to play the ball forward in the same way that those guys have. Uh, I don't know where Matter was today actually, because this would have been an ideal game for him. Pogba's out, Van der Beek's out, McTominay's out. You've then got Matic, Fred, and possibly Matter. So Matter wasn't in the starting eleven. He's not on the bench, uh, and at least from the app that I've got, it tells me missing players. Uh, so it's got Cavani, who's got a knock. Phil Jones, who has been injured for ten years, uh, or has been injured for. I didn't so long. Uh, McTominay, who's got a knock, Pogba and Van der Beek. So unless this app is incorrect or whatever, it doesn't say that Mata is injured or like unavailable. So I I don't know, not quite sure what's going on there exactly. Maybe it's a fitness thing. Who knows? But um, yeah, I mean Dan James almost scored. Uh, of course, the other thing we got to talk about is um, 
the subs. I'll kind of just move on to them. I don't know if I'll do player ratings today necessarily. There's just not a whole lot really to talk about. Um, but we'll. I'll, I'll take a quick break here and then I'll just continue talking about the players. So I'll, I'll uh, be back in a minute. Hi there and thanks very much for listening. Today I'm here to tell you about our two different affiliate links. The first of which is our Amazon affiliate link. That's where you can shop on Amazon. We can get a small cut of what you spend but it won't cost you anything extra. So whether you're getting a gift for somebody else or treating yourself or maybe both depending on the occasion we can get a small cut of what you spend but it won't cost you extra you can find the link to our amazon affiliate link in your show notes the second affiliate link for today is our Kualu affiliate link if you want to get started with a website and a domain name of your choice you can simply sign up with Kualu using the link in the show notes they also have a live chat support system that's in the bottom right hand corner as well so if you need help with getting set up Kualu will be able to help you with that as well the links for both of these can be found in your show notes for Kualu and the Amazon affiliate link If you would like to get the ad-free versions of Entertainment Talks podcast and support us along the way, you can simply sign up over on our Patreon page. You can sign up either as a creator or as a patron. There's no difference there for the time being. And you can get your ad-free podcasts over there. It's a great way to support us on Entertainment Talk and to get rid of the ads and get your ad-free podcasts. You can also support Entertainment Talk on Patreon at the $3 level tier. This gets you a chance to request a review from us of your favourite TV show or film. But it's one per month. So one TV show or film review per month. It's up to you which one you want to choose. We will watch a few episodes of the TV show that you choose. Or of course if it's a film we'll just watch that film and we will review that for you on that month. And then when it gets to the next month, you can request a new TV show or a film review of your choice. That's $3 level tier. That does also, of course, include your ad-free podcasts for the month as well. Thank you very much for listening and enjoy the rest of the show. All right, let's run through a quick bit of housekeeping. Uh, let you know what else we've been up to on Entertainment Talk. Um, what do we got here? Sorry about that, got a little bit confused. I'd, I'd accidentally loaded the second page of the website. I was very confused as to where the new content had gone. But uh, yes, uh, so recently on Entertainment Talk, on the first page of the website, I uh, got a couple of scripted reviews that I did yesterday, um, which is, one of them is, uh, sorry, Sweet Home, which is the first season on Netflix. I gave that a skip rating. These scripted reviews, by the way, are about a minute long because it's just me reading out a script that I did. It's just a shorter way for me to do a review. Uh, one of them is Untitled Goose Game, which I gave a must-play rating to. And the other one is uh, Season 1 of Ted Lasso, which you can find on Apple TV+. Plus uh, If you like your football, which is what you're here to here to hear me talk about uh that's a uh, football tv show uh, on apple tv plus it's, it's quite good but uh, ted lasso season one is available on apple tv plus and i gave that a must see rating gaming talk uh that this week or last week yeah this week uh, gaming talk this week uh we talked about the nintendo direct there is a state of play happening tonight as well we'll be talking about that next week uh, but nintendo direct they revealed a couple of games that we talked about as well uh, and a couple of strange disappointments regarding some Zelda games. Um, Konami Still Sucks, which is a reference to an older episode of our Gaming Talk podcast. Uh, They've cancelled a Metal Gear Solid board game, 
So there's some disappointment that. And there's also some new rumours about uh, Silent Hill, Metal Gear, Castlevania. But uh, we'll see what happens with all that. And Sony also announced the PlayStation VR 2. Of course the follow up next gen system uh, to the PSVR. So we're going to be getting a new one of those. But it's not going to be coming out this year. So we talked about that. Analyzing television episode 8. Talking about structure and why it is important in television. The structure of an episode I'm talking about. Uh, So I talked about that. Gave some examples of some different shows. The Fall of Assassin's Creed, just going through the history of Assassin's Creed itself. There is spoilers in that podcast, by the way. Uh, Going from the game, first game released in 2007, Assassin's Creed, excuse me, right through until uh, last year's 2020 edition of uh, Assassin's Creed Valhalla. So you can follow, you can listen to that if you want to hear me talk about Assassin's Creed, a series that I very much used to love. Um, Main United Cast, United Cast, 3-1 Newcastle, 4-0 Real Sociedad, Gaming Talk last week, Ratchet & Clank, Sonic, the sequel film, and Oddworld Soulstorm we talked about. Uh, review for Little Nightmares 2, that's a full review, and I called it a masterpiece and a must-play game, that's Little Nightmares 2. And that's what we've been doing on entertainmenttalk.org and on podcast platforms. Uh, so instead of doing ratings, I'm just going to kind of go through each player a bit. Because um, I just don't think that there's anything to really judge anybody on. Because they nothing really happened in this game. Uh, Henderson had an alright game. You only have one save to make. One Basaka. Because uh, I pretty much give everybody about an average six. Um... Although you got you got some performances that were better, I'll, I'll go through them as I talk about them. Uh, Wan Basaka was was quite good. Not too much to talk about there. Eric Bailey, very 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 good. Uh, in terms of him and Lindelof, that's something I need to talk about as well. Because um, I remember mentioning a couple of weeks ago about how you know Maguire and Lindelof their their partnership, and then uh, Maguire and Bailey their partnership. And I do remember saying that it would be interesting to see Lindelof partner with somebody else, Bailey or Twanzebi. And we did get to see that today. Uh, and I thought that was... It was very, very interesting. Um, I mean... I think we're... May- I don't know. It's it's difficult to judge it. Because we've only had them play together for one game. Whereas with McGrath and Love we've seen more than enough. And with... Um, with... Uh, who's the other two? Uh, Bailey and Maguire. We've, we've seen a, a fair bit of them. We know that they work. So... Eric Bailey at the back with somebody else seems to work. Whether or not there's a future partnership there with him and Le- him and Lindelof, I'm not sure. Um, also, don't know what Lindelof was doing on the goal that was disallowed. Uh, Twanzebe scored a great headed goal, and uh, Lindelof was trying to audition for the live action Mortal Kombat film that's that's coming out. <laughs> I don't know, trying to do a, trying to do his own kind of uh, fatality. Uh, I didn't even realise that he did it when the goal went in. I didn't... Because, you know, the corner happens, the ball gets whizzed into the box. Assuming that it gets crossed in. Someone it, someone gets on the end of that ball and then that, the rest is kind of history. So you don't always see... Because, you know, there's, what, dozens of players in that box at that point. Uh, so you don't always see kind of every little thing from a corner. I did not even notice that it happened. Because it just happened It just happened so quickly. He just turns A.B. headed the ball in and then... That was that. I just didn't even. I didn't even notice anything else. But once they slowed it down and went to a VAR, VAR check, because um, obviously the ref noticed it. But um, I don't know what he's doing. I mean, it's great that he can jump so high. I mean, Jesus, he can really jump quite high, Lindelof, which is which is great for getting your 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 head on the ball. But uh, try and keep your feet out of the way of players' heads. And not try and kick them in the in the back of the head or the side of the head or whatever. Um, but again, he's doing his audition for for Mortal Kombat. Um, 
I don't know. I, I, I don't know what to what to say there yet with Bailey and Lindelof. It's only been one game, and there there wasn't a massive amount for them to do. I thought they both played okay. I'd give Bailey probably a nine, maybe the man of the match, uh, and I'd give Lindelof a seven, maybe or something. Uh, Tellers, um, I thought he played quite well. Didn't really notice him too much. Fred and Matic again, like I said, they just have trouble getting forward because that's not what they're in the team to do. Uh, Greenwood, I thought was all right. Fernandez shouldn't have played. James had quite a good game again. I thought. Um, is that the, as, to, to me? Because Dan James has been here for two seasons now, or almost two seasons by by the end of this one. Um, have we ever seen Dan James head the ball before? I can't think of a single occasion where Dan James has headed the ball. I mean, it's probably happened before, uh, just like you know your average kind of header in the in in the midfield but um certainly in terms of head headed attempts on goal uh that might be his first one uh he's not bad at it i mean he could if he got a bit more power on it it might have gone in but um yeah i, I can't I'm trying to think back to any of his games i can't think of a time where he's headed the ball before it's probably happened but uh just not something i think about too much but uh yeah i thought he i thought dan james was all right today uh came off did come off with, with a bit of a knock but of course diallo came on as well good to see uh diallo and short short coming on a little bit earlier i mean short um short tire i'm still not sure how to say his name i apologize um could have come on a little bit earlier as well um so because by that by that point like the 75th minute the game was just it was over so that was that uh martial just yeah i mean what would i if i was a manager what would i do i mean i always try to you know analyze all these decisions as a manager and try to think okay what would i do differently in those situations i would have just brought him on i would have played greenwood up front maybe and then brought um uh i would have brought on um Green, I would have bought Greenwood on, sorry for, sorry, I would have bought Marshall on for Greenwood uh, in like the 60th, 70th minute to give Marshall a little bit of a run out, but to also give Greenwood some time on the pitch. Uh, I just think he, he needs to, maybe this kind of impact sub style, just for a little bit of time, might help him out. Because if that doesn't make an impact and he's still playing this way, then I'm, I'm not sure what to suggest for, for him to do really. Um, again, like like I said, not and I, I don't I really don't mean this in a bad way. I like get out of the club. I don't I don't mean mean it. What I'm about to say in that way, maybe it's just time for him to move on. Maybe it just is. He just hasn't. I don't know. I mean, Lingard's on loan and he's scoring some goals for West Ham. Cool, he can play for West Ham then. Um, you know, we we've had some other play. I mean, uh, Gomez. I can't remember where Gomez went, but he left. He started scoring some goals. I mean, I would love to. Lo- I would have loved Gomez to have done that for us if he'd have been picked more for the team. But sometimes, if you leave a club and you start scoring, like a Lukaku as well. You know, he wasn't playing well in his last season. Got sold for a good amount of money. He's scoring goals for Inter. Great. That's that's sometimes what players just need to do. And uh, maybe it's just time for Martial to to move on. Unfortunately, because uh, even though I don't think he's a striker, I don't think he's good at being a striker at all. Um, he's still good at other things. You know, most of which involves him playing on the wing, as I've said before. But uh, I don't know. He just could not seem to score today. He just could not seem to do it. And. Uh, We'll see what happens. That's my thoughts. That's my thoughts on everything. I do have to talk to Robert in about 15 minutes. So I uh, wanted to keep it a little bit short. A little bit, little bit more casual today. Uh, not too many player ratings and things. But my man of the match overall probably is Eric Bailey. Uh, I thought it was really, really good today. Uh, other than that, uh, Fernandez played well. James did well. Tellers did well. Henderson had nothing to do. So that's pretty much my overall thoughts. But it's good to see uh, Shortier 
or sh- short hire um and Diallo did do to uh, come on and uh, do do a few things. I did notice that when Diallo came on, we just didn't manage to get the ball to him down the right hand side, which was a bit of a shame. But uh, good to see him playing anyway. I mean, we paid forty million for him, so yeah, we'll, we'll see what happens there. But uh, anyway, I will. Oh yeah, I had something I needed to uh, a little a little podcast announcement. Nothing bad, don't worry. Something maybe quite exciting and quite good. I'm quite excited to do this actually. I did say in the Newcastle game. Uh, on the Newcastle podcast, and I talked about it on the Gaming Talk podcast this week as well. I'm going to try something different for Sunday. Now, if it, if this doesn't work, if you guys don't like it, uh, or if you all don't like it, and uh, I don't like it maybe, or if it doesn't work out, then we can simply change to, to doing this. Um, but what I'm going to do... Now, I'm not going to be able to do this live, unfortunately, because I don't... I mean, maybe I could do it live on YouTube or whatever, but I, I want to try just not worrying about doing this live at the moment i'm going to what i'm going to do obviously put the game on half past four sunday against chelsea i think we're at home we might be away I'm not sure i haven't actually checked that yet but uh i'm going to start recording about five or ten minutes before the game do a little bit of kind of like my thoughts on the team selection how i might kind of go and then i'm going to do kind of um commentary if you want to call it that my kind of analysis as the game goes on because obviously the analysis i've given for the last two seasons has been more okay post game this was my thoughts now that everything's said and done you're gonna possibly or you're gonna probably get to see more of my thoughts like okay as as players are doing things and what what my kind of thought process is on the game uh, as it's actually happening instead of after it's happened so the podcast is going to be a lot longer it's going to be at least 90 minutes if not slightly longer because i'll probably talk a little bit before the game i'll talk a little bit at half time just on how the half has gone depending on how things have gone probably do the housekeeping bit at half time uh, probably edit take a quick break myself or whatever i'll come back start another recording for half time um probably just as half time is going to start and then I'll talk about the game um, as the second half is going on. And then probably a few minutes afterwards maybe do some player ratings and that um, on uh, on the game afterwards. So uh, yeah, the podcast is going to be at least 90 minutes because obviously that's how long the game is. Uh, obviously extra time included, uh, the uh, added on time included as well. Uh, but a little bit before the game, a little bit after the game and a little bit of half time of kind of commentary. But you're going to get to see sort of me, I don't know, trying to point things out as the game is going on and sort of like... The thought process that I've got as I'm watching the game, you'll get to see me actually discuss that on the podcast. Uh, I'm looking forward to having a little bit of a change. And again, if it doesn't work for me, if it doesn't work for for all of you or, or some of you, you do have to let me know about these these things. If uh, you know when you when you hear the podcast on Sunday and that kind of thing, uh, it will get published after the game is finished. So it'd be more kind of you listening to me analyze the game as it's going on. Um, plus, like because. That will be the past version of me, I suppose, because the game would have already finished. Um, given that you would then be listening to the podcast as the game's um, ended, you'll be able to see, like, okay, this goal is going to come up, this thing is going to happen, and what what is Matt going to kind of think as these things happen? So um, it might sound a little bit more complicated than what I've kind of set it out there, but uh, it's 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 going to be a fairly simple thing for me to for me to do. But uh, I'm sure I'll have lots to say, um, and uh, we'll see how that goes on Sunday. So look forward to, to that. That will be posted some point on Sunday night after the game, of course. Um, but look out for, for that on uh, on Sunday. I'm looking forward to doing that. So, yeah, the podcast will be a lot longer, but it will be different as well. So I'm looking forward to it. I think Chelsea is a relatively good game to do that on as well, because they're not in 
excellent form, they're not in terrible form, they're kind of in good form, they've got their new manager obviously, um, and we'll see how things go, and it's a big game for us Premier League as well, we've got to keep keep things going there as well, so I'll see you on that, uh, for that on, on Sunday, um, I won't be able to do that for every single game going forward, um, some games I won't be able to quite do that for, and I'll let you know which ones I am and I'm not going to do it for, so, uh, but Sunday, next game, so it will certainly be for that, and then I'll think about things as we as we go forward. Uh, but thank you very much for listening today. Uh, you can find everything that we do on entertainmenttalk.org, uh, TV, video games, films, and Manchester United podcasts as well. Uh, so keep your eyes out for all of the content. Uh, if you like what you've heard today and want to support more of it, there is a few different options for you. Patreon, $1, $3 level tiers for uh, ad-free podcast and review options. So please check that out. If you don't want to do that, that's perfectly fine. You can just simply use word of mouth and social media. Tell people that you know about the website and the iTunes feeds to search for us. Uh, Entertainment Talk on your favourite podcast platform. Get yourself subscribed uh, and all that sort of thing. Social media, Facebook, Twitter, Facebook groups, whatever you want to use. You can consider doing that as well to spread the word um, about the about the content. Uh, speaking of other people's content as well, David is of course running Geek Town, Geek Town and Geek Town Radio, which is available on Tuesdays for your up-to-date, reliable TV and film news. Uh, lots of news coming out this week actually. Lots of Disney Plus things, lots of uh, Paramount Plus, which has obviously been renamed from uh, CBS All Access. Lots of, lots of news there. Uh, lots of uh, things uh, kind of coming out and stuff. But you can search for Geek Town Radio or search for Geek Town on Geek Town Dakota All that sort of thing. Uh, Barry has resumed at some of his podcasts as well. You can find his uh, Geektopia podcast on there if you search for Geektopia on YouTube. And his horror podcast as well on Talk and Stalk. Uh, get yourself subscribed. Go and uh, try and follow. Try and find him on there and... Uh, get yourself subscribed uh for the twitch side of things bex is streaming daily pretty much over on twitch trista bytes trista b-y-t-e-s go and follow her over there i stream sometimes as well gonna start those up again on twitch etalk uk for those so please have a look out for me on there and get yourselves uh subscribed or follow the channel whatever so there's that uh, i'll see you on sunday for the different format i'm looking forward to it i'm looking forward to uh, having a different challenge i suppose not that i'm bored of this I, I like doing this a lot. It's just uh, it's good to change things up now and again. So we'll see how it goes. I'll see you on Sunday. Thanks for listening, and I'll catch you next time. Through to the next round. Goodbye. <laughs>